0: Hello, 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 thank you. Each and every one of you dang beautiful souls for taking the time out of your day to tune into the Gray Area Podcast. This is your host, Julia Delisio, registered dietitian and certified personal trainer. And today we will be talking about finding your truth, being honest to yourself, and the power of the mind. Let's get to it. The coolest thing about being an earthling is that you have this whole collection of human interests available at any time. So we're all people occupying this rock. And luckily we're at a a time in 2021 where a lot of interests and hobbies are available to us. So things that weren't available to our ancestors, you know, we can go bowling, we can play baseball. There is an endless amount of interests available to you. But unfortunately, in our society, we care a lot about making money and um, pretty much reaching achievements and all of these things that kind of take us further away from ourselves. So an example of that would be working really hard at your new job so you get employee of the month, but you wind up working so, so hard that you don't leave time to care about yourself, to journal, to do a practice that is meaningful to keeping you in a healthy spot. So something that I have definitely noticed is most people do not know how to define their own interests. So if you were to ask somebody, even a loved one, go ask your family, go down the stairs if you live with them, ask your family, ask your roommate, hey, what do you like to do? What is your number one favorite thing to do? What's your hobby? Some people don't even know how to answer that question. What's my hobby? I'm an adult. And this thing happens where after college and we get to play all those sports and we have these social circles and dorm rooms and rich social lives where we can go out to bars and have fun and then we have to buckle down to reality we forget about our interests so just because those periods of time end like let's say you played college baseball and now you graduated you don't have to stop playing baseball if you loved it Now, you can go to batting cages you know, once or twice a week for $20, and then you still get your swing practice, you still get to do what you loved, and it's fun, it's keeping you entertained and it's a component of your own self-health. So pretty much with any individual or client that I deal with, I define their interests immediately. And if they don't know, I ask them questions to kind of gain a little bit more information. You don't know what you like? Well, let's talk about things that you've liked in the past. What has worked for you before? What hasn't worked? And this doesn't only apply to that, this applies to uh, diet as well. Uh, If the individual is from a certain culture or socioeconomic background, they might have certain foods that they can afford, can't afford, they may have certain foods that they can eat, that they cannot eat. An example of this is a lot of people of the Indian population are vegetarians by nature. So if you're working with somebody who is a vegetarian, it's important that you know that they're a vegetarian and you give them foods in their meal plan that are vegetarian. Also just kind of mixing up the options so maybe they have staple foods that they kind of began to avoid because they were either too high in fat or too high in calories. It's all about making the foods that they love fit into their lifestyle so that they can feel joy. Now, a lot of the reason that diets don't work is because the individual does not like what they're eating. I mean, think about it. I personally could never eat chicken, broccoli, and white rice again. I definitely want to talk about how I think everybody starts there. They go on bodybuilding.com or they find some program. And then they they realize, oh, I got to eat protein all the time. I got to eat chicken. Chicken's the leanest protein. Chicken has no fat. I'm going to eat chicken. I'm going to eat broccoli. I'm going to eat rice. And I'm going to eat that six times a day every two hours so that I get it in my anabolic window after the gym, blah, 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 BS, BS, BS. All right. Well, if you want to be super specific and you want to be a giant bodybuilder, that might be your impending lifestyle, but that doesn't mean that that's what you have to do because most people will find that miserable. 80 to 90% of people that you work with will find that absolutely terrible. So we don't want to give them something that's not fun to them. We don't want to give them something that's pretty boring. Somebody might not be entertained by a bicep curl and a lat pull down. That might not be the kind of fitness they identify with. Especially if they played a sport, you might want to give them activities that mimic the sport or something that just relates to something that they loved at one time in their life. So, Defining somebody's interests, their likes, their dislikes, and then programming for them around that is one way to really get close to somebody and show them that you do care about their interests and that they are a valuable human being and that they deserve the absolute best. Now that you've gained a bit of insight on some things that the individual likes, you have to learn about what motivates them and what hasn't motivated them in the past. So if you're in a negative headspace right now, you're going to hate this message and that is totally valid and totally okay. When I was in a more negative headspace, I hated positivity practices so much. Whenever somebody would tell me, You have to envision that you're at the podium succeeding. I would be like, get off your spiritual high horse, you're full of shit, I don't believe you, blah, blah, blah. And all of those things are just guards, you know? Anything that's telling you that you can't do something or you don't deserve something is just self-doubt. And self-doubt is a very normal process of being a human being. So we remember negative experiences. It's called negative behavior bias. Pretty much, a few positive things have to happen in order to undo many negative things. And even then, we remember the negative things way more frequently than the positive things. So our memory status holds on to all of the things that caused us pain way more than all of the things that caused us joy and abundance. Um, think about a vacation. You know, you go on vacation to take a break from your life, and during that week. You feel abundant, you feel rich, you feel renewed, full of joy, full of light, love, and wonder. And then you come back and within three days of your routine, you forget about that experience. You forget the joy that you had there and you're back to your mundane reality. So... (laughs) Why not experience joy every single day and abundance every single day? You do not deserve to wait for a vacation to feel joy. That would be an absolutely miserable life. That would be saying, I only feel joy on holidays and on vacations. But you deserve much more than that. So once you define your interests, start doing pleasure activities, even if you're really bad at them. So for me, um, I love to sing. I am terrible at it. I don't know what it is about my Mickey Mouse voice, but when I sing, it goes really low. I am like the lowest soprano. And then when I sing high, it's terrible. But that doesn't matter. I love it, right? And I just decided I go outside on my lawn every day and I sing. And it's pretty much just to make me feel good. It doesn't matter. It brings me joy. It brings me light. It brings me love. And you know what? That tells people in my neighborhood It's safe to try something new. It's safe to do something that brings you joy and excitement. My 80-year-old neighbor (laughs) came up to me and she was like, you're bringing life to this neighborhood, thank you. So whenever you're feeling shy or embarrassed, know that it's you that's feeling shy or embarrassed. Most likely other people don't care at all. In fact, you might be an inspiration, a source of light and vivacity to these people that tend to have a more boring existence. So you have the power by being abundant to help other people experience happiness and abundance. My friend Carissa, shout out to you Carissa if you're listening to this podcast. I have seen this girl, I met her when she was 23 years old and she grew up in Pennsylvania in a really rural town. And now she's in Vermont and she's in a totally different environment. And I'm just watching her grow and blossom and she always messages me and says your freeness is an inspiration to me it allows me to feel more free and by you choosing that freeness you're inspiring tons of people around you people will look up to you people will admire you and that is a really powerful feeling to be a light of joy and energy and effervescence so always try new things if you're curious about a new activity or if you're curious about something that you deem yourself not good at You go do it, because the more you do it, you will naturally get better. Uh, I am still not a good singer, but I am better. I can hold notes longer than um, before when I wasn't practicing. So yeah, if it brings you joy, be a fool. Look like a fool, because you are helping so many people by being authentically yourself. You are teaching everybody around you. It's okay to do things that you're not perfect at. You don't have to be a professional athlete to throw a football with your friends. And it's that kind of self-conscious, self-limiting talk that holds us back from finding real joy and following up with our pre-existing passions. So go out there and do something that you love or try something that maybe you haven't ever because you deserve to do that. So motivation is very individual and some people it can take them years to realize that they're not happy or that they're not living in alignment with their true self. So for some people it's almost an immediate uh, reality check, right? We go on these journeys. It's actually called the hero's journey, which is when we commit to something that kind of feels unsafe or outside of a territory that we know. And then we enter this kind of spirit world with the help of a spirit guide or somebody that kind of invigorated us to make change. So in my job, in my lifestyle, (laughs) I am in the hero's journey as like the shamanic kind of person that gives them guidance, but really I'm just asking questions to make the individual come up with their own answers and their own truth. I am not a shaman. I am not a guru. I'm just a regular person that chooses happiness and I choose my truth and I'm in alignment with my destiny. So from a very young age, I knew I always wanted to work with people in nutritional counseling. So that was pretty much set up for me. And all I had to do was to go with that and really dedicate to that process. So I knew from a very young age that this was within my destiny. And I like to evoke people's destinies to them. I like to show them what they're capable of. So a few questions that I ask to help people find their truth and be more honest with their self include, the main question being, who are you? How do you define you? Which is a heavy, heavy, heavy loaded question. And you can give them tons of time, tons of silence, and you just wait and listen. And you give them a few moments to conjure up an answer because this will be a question that they have to think about. And if you want to try to answer these questions for your own reflection and and self-health, I implore you to do so because having the answers to these questions is really helpful in goal setting and identifying your interests and really who you are. So, who are you? And I don't want a basic answer like, I'm Julia Delisio, I'm a dietitian. No, I'm Julia Delisio. I'm passionate about movement. I like to create. I like art. I like to write music and songs. I like to help others self-actualize into their passion. I want to show the world that we can live in peace with each other. I do not think there needs to be this much harm and disarray. I think if everybody chose love that we would be much happier. I think that if we let go of some of the garbage in society that we can also be much happier. I think that some rules are stupid and I think that people should be individual as individualistic as possible and as unique as possible so that is how i define who i am Another question I like is, what messages do you want to share with the world? So basically, what is your purpose? And that follows up right into what is your destiny or what do you think your destiny is? And most of the time this is a wake-up call for people because they realize that they are not in alignment with their destiny. They're just working some job that they hate or they might be with a partner that they don't actually love that is holding them back from really, really, really being in tune with themselves. So sometimes it's the job, sometimes it's a romantic partner that we have been with for a long time and we're comfortable with and we're not growing. So at the end of the day after work we just watch TV and that is our routine and it is sad and boring. To be honest, you're probably not happy in that relationship and your partner is probably not happy in that relationship. And you can either discuss the relationship and talk about things that you can do that are different to find joy, either individually or together, or maybe the time in that relationship has expired. And this could also include a friendship because some people are taken and they hang out with the same friends that they've had for a decade, just because they're comfortable. But in reality, They're hanging out with people that they outgrew and they are no longer in tune and in key with. So it's important to have mini check-ins with yourself to see, am I just doing this because I'm used to doing this or am I doing this because it brings me joy? It brings me to a higher place. It lets me know myself and others better. Because if you're having these experiences that don't bring you any clarity or any more information, then you're not actually living for yourself. You're living just to spend time and waste time. And that is not what life is. Life is an absolutely beautiful gift and you should appreciate every single moment like it's your last. Because you know what? It really could be. So now that we are in the first official episode of this podcast, I will be leaving you with a prompt to think about, and I will try to do this at the end of most of these podcasts. So the prompt for today is the questions we avoid asking ourselves are the questions that we most need to answer. If you are avoiding something, it means you do not want to do the work and go through the pain of having the difficult conversation it is holding you back from getting to where you need to be. You must begin to ask yourself these questions in order to make behavior change a possibility. So if you would like, you can journal on this prompt and ask yourself what are the questions that you're avoiding and write them down. If you're not ready to bring them to fruition or ask them out loud, simply writing them is a good way to introduce them into your conscious reality. Thank you all so, so much for using your time, your very busy time that you dedicate to yourself and spending it and sharing it with me. I so appreciate your listens. I'm looking forward to putting out more episodes and I hope more than anything that you find them helpful. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Have an excellent, excellent, excellent week.